0: so why don't we move on to our our dark horse picks for our for main our...
1: event tonight
0: exactly
1: sorry if if, if if it's even that so
0: okay so i think i don't know how you did it but the way i did it is i have three i have a quarterback yep. dark horse an other an other offensive player dark horse and a defensive player dark horse because let's be honest if you're a, you're a defensive player you're a dark horse to begin with
1: Yeah, um, actually, yeah, sure, let's do that. I have three, and actually, actually works out perfectly, because I can just do it like that. So I'll let you go first, just to quickly, just quickly go over your picks.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll
1: make this part pretty quick, because we took a little long on the, um, mm-hmm. on the uh, best off season.
0: Exactly. So just to clarify, we're talking about Dark Horse MVP picks. So we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're not talking about Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Even Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, um, Derek Henry. We're not talking about the guys that are at the top that are that are you know have high odds to win the MVP. We're talking about guys that we think have a small chance of just doing it, having an amazing mm-hmm. season, and just pulling it out. So my my quarterback pick, I I was I was thinking. Yeah, you, know, you were going to pick either Kyler Murray or Josh Allen and I was going to pick the other okay. one. So, okay. I, I was going to I was preparing for Josh Allen. I think you know, I don't think I don't I don't necessarily think this is his year. I think he might need a year or so to get acclimated with Stefan Diggs and the other new pieces in their offense, but I think at the at the moment they have guys like Dawson Knox and Robert Foster who are who are developing well. They have Devin Singletary there who's a good pass-catching back, they have a lot of pieces around around Josh Allen who are really good. And this offense looks a lot better than it did last year. Josh Allen had a good year last year. So I think this year could be one where even if he's not perfect, he could still put up a, a statistically great year, one that kind of looks like Jameis Winston's did last year, that could mm-hmm. help him into being in the MVP conversation. So that was that was my quarterback pick for sure. Uh, who was your quarterback pick? Okay,
1: my quarterback pick. <laughs> you yeah you, you just um, you just took it. Uh, Josh Allen for sure. Um, again, I I guess, I think the whole I think this year is going to be a big year for the Bills, just with the Patriots being a bit weaker. And I think if the Bills uh, have a really good season and if Josh Allen is, has a statistically good or great season, I think there's no question he's going to be right in the running, especially because I do believe the Bills actually have a bit of a weaker schedule than the rest of the league. Yep. Or, um, yep. So there's a real opportunity there for the Bills to really kind of have a really good record this year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, so for other offensive player would you like to go first on that one so i don't steal your guy
1: uh actually uh, why don't you go first it's okay
0: okay yeah uh my first thought was ezekiel elliott because i love him but i think he's i don't think he's dark horse enough no he's
1: not (laughs) he plays
0: on the cowboys man yeah he he helped me win a fantasy championship so i will i will always remember him also, we were talking about Robbie Anderson earlier. He also helped me win that fantasy championship. So he he also gets into my heart here. Sure. The guy that I want to talk about is Delvin Cook. Okay. And that's cool. that's good. I think I think he's a very skilled player. I think he's he had injuries, that's true. But if he if he could have a healthy season, which is a big if for any player, really, but if, if Delvin Cook can have a healthy season, I think the the offense with Kevin Stefanski gone and replaced, I th- and with Stefan Diggs gone, now now they have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson there. And they have a better offensive line. And I think Kirk Cousins will do whatever he can to alleviate the pressure on him, despite him being a top-ten quarterback in the NFL. So, And, of course, their defense is good, so they'll be playing with leads every now and again. Plus, they're a good team that gets two games against the Lions and two winnable games against the Packers and Bears and they have some good they get to play some not so hard teams in their schedule so i think the the offense is built for delvin cook to destroy yeah. and i i think he very well can i think
1: well it's a rushing yeah
0: i think this is this and he can catch the ball too not as well as christian mccaffrey obviously but he can do that so i think just the system's right for him and the time's right for him i think i think it's his year
1: yeah no, so just I'll just quickly touch on yours. Um Delvin Cook is a great pick. Obviously, you mentioned uh, he has to stay healthy, but with a run-first offense like the Vikings have, I think he very well could have a very big year if, as long as he stays healthy. And if he does that, and if the Vikings do as well, do you think they will? I think you're 100% right that he will be right in there with a the MVP conversation. Um, so I actually have two for my secondary um, offensive option for MVP. Okay. Um, um, I'll use my like my lesser one. Um, the one I think people are sleeping on is Odell Beckham Jr. of the Browns. I don't know if you can really count that as a sleeper pick, but I like to think it is because he had down down year last year. People are sleeping. i sleeping on him. Um, that that Browns offense is going to be ridiculous, especially now with Kevin Stefanski running the team. Yeah. Um. Baker Mayfield's got a chip on his shoulder. Jarvis Landry will help. I mean, that, that team is so good that Odell's going to have, like, you can't double-team Odell He's going to get his looks. I mean, but um, the other guy I kind of want to focus on is, and now this is going to be biased, but I don't really care, is um, Josh Jacobs of the Oakland Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders. Yep. Um, so just to quickly uh, just quickly talk about Josh Jacobs, he was, in my opinion, he was snubbed of the Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, for, to Kyler Murray, which is fine, I guess. I understand it. Quarterback bias. Kyler Murray had a really good year as well. Um, but Josh Jacobs carried the Raiders offense for a lot of the year last year after not having any offensive help. And now they have uh, Henry Ruggs. And I think that's only going to help open up the field a little bit for Josh Jacobs. And keep in mind, he was hurt like the last couple, I think, he was playing hurt the last couple weeks of the season, so his numbers very well probably would have been better if he was healthy. So I just think with another year under his belt, uh, a healthy Josh Jacobs and kind of like, I mean, I guess no one's really going to be there 100% with the coronavirus going on, but I just think uh, Josh Jacobs has the potential to really have a breakout year for uh, for a running back, but um and I think if the Raiders are able to sneak into the playoffs, that's uh, even if it's in the wild card spot, I think Josh Jacobs would probably will probably get some uh, get some MVP recognition. And just quickly before we move on to defensive players, another quarterback I was thinking about taking for the uh, for MVP was Derek Carr. Uh, I think this uh, we talked about it. We <laughs> we talked about this very briefly, um, but. Uh, I think this year with their car having the weapons that he has, I think if he can, he can, run, he he can actually run with the ball pretty well. So if he can get the ball out to uh, Tyrell Williams, Henry Ruggs, and the wide receiver group as well as Jason Witten at tight, um, again, I think again this is another guy. I think if the Raiders make the playoffs, that'll be another guy who will be right there with, for the MVP conversation.
0: Hold up, hold up! Did you just brag about having Jason Witten on your team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the dude's so experienced. He's gonna teach everybody how to play. Oh man. Yeah. No,
1: okay. Well sorry. Not not Jason Wynn, Jonathan Waller, former Ravens property.
0: Darren Waller, yes. Yeah. Okay. Right, did, well, did
1: I say Jonathan Waller?
0: You said Jonathan Waller.
1: Oh lord. Darren yeah. Waller. Damn, once, bro.
0: once once Darren Waller Mark Andrews, then we can talk.
1: Yeah, sure. Um so we'll I, just quickly I, get right into yeah.
0: I love the Josh Jacobs pick, though. Just want to throw yeah. that out there. He's an incredibly versatile running back. He's not Adrian Peterson, who's the last running back to win MVP. Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson, 2,000 yards in 2012. That was the last time it happened. But, you know, if if he can carry an offense with a defense, against defenses that won't stuff the box because of Henry Ruggs and the other weapons that they have, that's, that's really good. That's sure. really good. Sure. And Darren Waller can yep. block, so they've... That's I like that pick a lot. I think it's possible. Yep. Maybe not in the second yep. season. But possible down the road.
1: Down the road for sure.
0: And um, uh, yep. for a defensive player, uh, the last time a defensive player won the MVP, it was the great Lawrence Taylor in 1986. The year they won the the, the New York Giants won the Super Bowl. He was he was something else. Yep. Just, just, if, if you can watch YouTube videos on that guy, do it. His highlight reel is one of the dirtiest I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It's, it's disgusting what he was, what he was allowed to get away with back then, let alone just what he was able to do. It, it was crazy. And he was also just an insane human being back in the day. He would just do, do lines before games. It was the 80s was a different time. Um, but, anyways, it's, it hasn't happened since 1986, and it probably won't happen again for a while. So, you know, we're any defensive player is a dark horse. We're going to stay away yeah. from, you know, the big names like Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack and Von Miller and J.J. Watt, who should have won in 2014, and I still, I'm still yeah. salty about that. That would have been awesome. But... That being considered, any player, any defensive player that's not one I just named could be considered. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I actually just got my guy before we started because I was thinking about it. I was sure. I was planning on going with TJ Watt because of how well he's been progressing over his few years. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Bradley Chubb because he's primed for a, an outbreak year. And yep. you know, 12 and a half sacks in your rookie season, yeah, that's really good. I was thinking yep. about... Safeties like Derwin James and Jamal Adams because they're getting tackles and interceptions and tackles for losses. They're incredibly productive. And I was also a little less thinking about Devin White on the Buccaneers, the linebacker, because he's only going into a second season. But he had a sell a stellar first season. And he can do a lot. Especially with, you know, playing with more leads than he will than he did last year because he'll have a better offense. But the guy I landed on, another young guy. As you can tell, the theme was young guys here. I want to talk a little bit about Darius Leonard, who is the one of the defensive captains and linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. He was an All-Pro in his rookie season after being a second-round pick. He had, I think he had, five interceptions last year as a middle as a middle linebacker. That's kind of that's kind of insane. Um, the guy the guy is. Everywhere on the field, if you ever watch the Colts. I remember watching that Colts-Chiefs Sunday or Monday night game. Or was it Sunday night last year? And he was just fucking everywhere. Like, Jesus Christ. The guy can move. The guy can play. He's so smart. And he's going into his third year where he's been one of the most productive defensive players in the league quietly over the last two years. So if, if anyone can do it, I think... I think he probably has the best odds to do it, considering he's in a position where he can play off the ball, he can play on the ball, and he can be he can make moves everywhere on the field.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a really good pick. Um, I again, so I came up with a couple for these, um, and so the first, I'll, I'll just quickly. The first one is I don't really think this is a sleeper. I think it's relatively a sleeper, but
0: wait, um, wait, wait, wait. the hold first up, one up. that can't hold up. Are you gonna pick Khalil Mack? Yeah. yeah Are you gonna yeah, pick Khalil yeah. Mack? No, I know he's no. not on the papers anymore. He's 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 gone. Yeah. So, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I know. He's, look at me. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. I love doing that. Yes.
1: So I'm going to use um, that
0: I'm yeah. add in future videos. This is awesome. <laughs> sure.
1: Um, so the first, Again, I don't really think this counts as a sleeper, but I don't think he really gets like as much appreciation as guys like J.J. Watt or uh, Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. But um, the first guy that came to mind was uh, uh, S- S- Stephen Gilmore or Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Um, he is... Probably one of the best cornerbacks in the league. For those of you who don't know who Cam, uh, Cam Jordan is, a defensive end for the new for the um, New Orleans Saints. And over the last couple of years, he's definitely had a uh, very. He's been he's been very present in their defense with um, a lot of good, a lot of tackles, forced fumbles, and fumble recoveries, and just over, a lot of sacks in and his and I his. Mean, if we're talking about underrated players, I think he is definitely one of the most underrated players on defense. And again, I just think he has an opportunity to do really well with the Saints. I mean, the division is going to be very, very competitive this year, obviously, with the Bucs uh, being uh, as good as they're going to be, and then the... Um, the Falcons, but I just think Cam Jordan um, he's another. I think he's underdog for talking about a potential MVP candidates with the uh, with a team who's as good as the New Orleans Saints.
0: Agreed. Um, <clears throat> Cam Jordan's a fucking monster. I'm just gonna come out and say yep. it. Dude's so yep. good. His stack numbers show it too. Dude's good. Yep. Uh, it's it's really tough for a cornerback to win a win yeah. something MVP. So the fact that Stefan Gilmore won defensive player of the year is huge because all cornerbacks really do is cover. So you really need to have the numbers yeah. to kind of show how good you are. And they have to be crazy numbers because safeties and linebackers and defensive ends get, are the kind of the flashy positions on the field because they get the numbers more easily and they yeah. do more. So for a corner, it's a lot harder. So the best corner in the league, who is Stefan Gilmore, yeah. it's he's definitely a dark horse, absolutely a sleeper pick, absolutely. So that's yeah, I I agree with that.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and for and one of the first, I mean, so one of the re, again, all the reasons you just mentioned are one the reasons why corner are some great some great reasons why quarterbacks aren't really considered. One of the first names actually came that um that came to mind when we started talking about this discussion was actually Jalen Ramsey. But I was like, nah, bro, the Rams fucking suck that going anywhere this year.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. He's 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 very good, but I don't he's I don't, very
1: good. I don't think I don't think he's an M V P candidate. I don't think he's M V P worthy though.
0: Yeah, I take I honestly take my boy Marlon Humphrey before I take Jalen Ramsey at this point. Marlon Humphrey had a great season last season.
1: Um, so yeah, I mean, that's all we really have for you today on the, uh, amateur. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll, uh, see you next time partner, uh, Max, you have any closing statements you want to say before we just yeah. sign off?
0: Yeah. Uh, if you think we are absolutely stupid and our picks are awful, let us know in the comments. Cause we, we, uh, we, we're pretty stupid, Yeah. uh, yeah. Just if yeah, if you have anything bit. to say the just video, if you love my mustache, which I will show to you right now, you like that, that's good, mm-hmm. I like that, then let me know in the comments if you have any criticisms for the mustache, please do not put that down in the comments. My ego is pretty fragile. If you, if
1: you, if you wanted to shave it, just let them know. Let us know.
0: Put a, put a dislike on the video if, if you want me to shave no, it. No,
1: don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, all publicity is good publicity. I'm okay with that. <laughs> The most
1: disliked video in YouTube history.
0: Yeah. It's not going to happen because the mustache is awesome. And that is the only statement I have.
1: All right. So, yeah, we'll see you next time when we record. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks for tuning in.
0: We'll see you next time.